This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Kia ora, no mai haere mai ki he puna kōrero, the podcast hosted by Goeko Waikato. We are a voice for the environment, a centre for learning, and a catalyst for change. Our team works across four work streams, kai, biodiversity, transport, and enterprise, and they intersect at climate action and honouring Tatiti as a tō-iwi organisation. If you missed last week's podcast, search for he puna kōrero on your favourite podcast platform, or find the podcast tab at the top of the Goeko Waikato Facebook page. Today, you have been taken by myself, Hannah Huggin, community organiser for GoEco, where I lead the Climate Action Hub, a kopapa that builds community to catalyse systemic change in the Waikato region. I will be taking you through our most recent event, Pack the Chambers, um, our f- coming up event, her p- picking a Y order, and what we're currently up to. I'm also very thankful to be joined by my two friends, Lillian Balfour and Molly Huggin, if you guys want to begin by introducing yourselves. Kia ora guys, I'm Lillian and I'm first year student at the University of Waikato. So I'm kind of new to Hamilton and got involved with these cool guys and just getting involved in my degree, which is the Bachelor of Climate Change. It's really interesting. Kia ora, I'm Molly and I am a first year student at the University of Auckland studying sociology and Maori studies, but I live permanently in Hamilton and I'm planning on moving and transferring to Waikato next year and I'm glad to be here today. Yeah, I'm really stoked to have you guys. It's awesome. And we'll talk a bit about climate action and empowering young people to lead the movement. So we'll talk about that a bit later. But first, I'd like to talk about uh, the event that you guys both attended, led by the Climate Action Hub, the Pack the Chambers. So for those of you who may not know who are listening, um, on Thursday the 18th of August, um, there was a Pack the Chambers event. So we called on people to attend the Hamilton City Council Public Forum to show that climate action is something that really is really matters to us and that we really need to be seeing action from them. Um, they adopted their climate change strategy and uh, that was an unanimously approved. Um, however, we're just still waiting on the climate change strategy and still waiting for bolder, stronger action from them. So do you guys want to maybe, where should we start, talk about what you thought of the day, maybe your reactions to what the councillors said and where to from here. Yeah, I mean, um, Pack the Chambers was only my second time going to the council chambers. Um, The first time being when we went to them to ask um, for a climate emergency to to be declared in Hamilton. Um, And unfortunately at that time, it was um, underwhelming, to say the least, and um, was really a catalyst for me wanting to be involved in climate action. Um, and this time was really different. It was really interesting to see how the community, especially young people in Hamilton and the Waikato, um, have really you know, put their foot down in terms of getting involved and creating a community with other young people. Um, it was very actually actually just everyone we had a whole range of people there um but just getting people involved was super important it was really powerful having the entire chamber be of people who were there for one sole purpose mm-hmm. um which was to support each other um and to ask for um for this from the council um which is 
yeah, I think it's a it's a big signal for the direction in which the Waikato is going, um, especially if it can be incentivized by things like the Climate Action Hub um, and other youth-led um, kaupapa. So yeah, I was I was really struck by that. I thought the event actually went really well for the um, numbers that turned up, um, and I was really happy to be involved with that. Um, it was really cool to see them bring in chairs because we actually ran out of space for the public to sit in the meeting so there was definitely overwhelming support for the councillors to be making the decisions we wanted them to make around climate change. Um, I was so proud of the people who spoke at the public forum because they didn't do the kind of angle that I've seen before it's like please can you do this we really would like it it was a lot of just like um, strong demands for action Mm. and just not letting the councillors get away with something really easy breezy kind of good look um, action and actually asking for the kind of action we need to support our community and to like see real change and so I was really happy to hear that kind of angle of the speech is like we've talked to you before we need this to happen there's no wiggle room and so I thought that was really good Mm. and um, the councillors definitely seemed to take it on board like their discussions were definitely um, around trying to find ways to make actual change although some of the councillors I felt were more trying to prove um, their opinions on these um, like types of action and trying to show that they were clued in instead of um, making decisions to support the community at that meeting. But maybe that's just because of the public presence, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's public presence and it's hard to know when it's an election year, that's right. But you, you're you right about the um, amount of young people showing up. That was really cool to make that call out to the university and have people come up. Um, to participate in the thing but yeah so about what the the counselors were saying and how they were choosing to respond to us um, it was oh it was really powerful having had the community show up three years ago and then show up again mm-hmm. and say guys it's been three years like what's the hold up what's stopped you guys and um, you're all clearly saying that you care about climate action now but what's been actually been happening over the past three years and what's going to happen over the next three years we need action now so um, what are your guys opinions on on like what because they called for us to keep coming back what were your guys thoughts on that mm. um, I felt I felt like it was really interesting to try and think about ways to hold the councillors accountable because it has been three years and it is very interesting to see the ways that opinions have changed though actions haven't mm-hmm. um and the demands that are required of them and were asked for years ago um i think there has been a real shift in the council um to being more supportive for um actually their constituents opinion on climate action um, and what needs to be done but um I think it's disappointing um, and maybe in some senses insensitive to the experiences that young people and um, actually just not not just young people but the people in Hamilton and the realities that we live um, in terms of being able to show up to these events at 9am on a Thursday when most of us either have lectures or are working or we're taking care of our children or you know the other responsibilities that come along with being a citizen here um, and if it requires us coming in just for them to make a decision that makes sense um, for the betterment of their community I just don't I just don't understand how that's something that we can do um for a long period of time and it's un, it's upsetting for for them to put that onus on us when it's n- something that we can't realistically achieve 
as much as we want to. Um, it's just not realistic in terms of our lives and our responsibilities. Yeah, so Lillian, this was your first time being at Hamilton City Council um, and what the Climate Action Hub is wanting to do for the next term is to uh, continue to put on that political pressure to build um, climate action. Do you have either of you have any tips on what people can expect when they go to the public forum or how to behave when they get there? Just any general tips? Well, I feel like for me, um, it was definitely a lot more welcoming to the public than I thought it would be and like friends have said that in the past that they were quite nervous to go into that space but the councillors are generally there to hear what you have to say and in the experience of um, the pack the chambers they were very welcoming to what we had to say which is really good I would say definitely bring a friend turning up alone can be pretty scary and bringing a friend is a great idea because then that's just that added support as well and it brings the community involvement um, into those meetings so yeah that would be my advice but also um, you these are our leaders that even if, if you're like younger you can't vote yet then may not they may not be the people you voted in but if you have then these are the people that are representing us so anything we have to say should be heard and you have the right to to share at a public forum like this so definitely as scary as that space can be um it is yours so you can take it mm, i really agree um i think that's it's an interesting point for us to understand to go there um, and as a climate action hub and as people who are already part of the community to try and create access for people who aren't currently involved. Um, I guess that comes along with the kind of incentives that we're trying to create um, in terms of trying to create a presence, um, a community so that we don't feel alone um, in the sense that even if you are going as an individual, which we did see at the public forum, which is a, you know amazing um, from the people that did turn up um, who didn't, who weren't friends already or all that kind of stuff. Um, it's really, it's really hopeful to see people turn up um, because they care about something um, but on top of that we are planning I will let Hannah talk about what the Climate Action Hub is planning in terms of um, public forums moving ahead. Yeah thank you Molly for passing that on to me yeah no so um, as always stay updated on what the Climate Action Hub is up to on our Instagram Climate Action Hub or on Go Eco's Facebook. So for those of you who are just joining in, I'm Hannah Huggin and I'm joined by Lillian Balfour and Molly Huggin and we were talking about Pack the Chambers, a most recent event where we attended Hamilton City Council's public forum. Um, but for now, Inayane, uh, Te Waiata expert in the dying field na the Beths. Is it as easy as this? Plausible deniability I swear I've never heard of it And I can close the door on us But the room still exists And I know you're in it Hours of phrases I've memorized Thousands of lines on the page all of my notes in a desolate pile I haven't touched in an age And I can burn the evidence But I can't bear the pain And I can't forget it What does it feel? Does it 
Kei te whakarongo mai koe ki he puna kōrero, a podcast hosted by Goeko Waikato. That was Expert in a Dying Field by The Beths for their upcoming album, Expert in a Dying Field, set to be released on September 16th. Um, that's a New Zealand group, by the way. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, my name is Hannah Huggin, and I'm here with Lillian Balfour and Molly Huggin to talk about young people in climate action and our most uh, recent event, Pack the Chambers. But first, I'm putting a pānui out there about he picking a wilder, um, an event that's being collaborate, organised with Aker, uh, GoEco, and of course the Climate Action Hub. It's called he picking a wilder, which means enhancing well-being, and it's a meet the candidates event for the Waikato Regional Council. Now, this will be on on Wednesday, September 14th. The webinar link is available on GoEco's Facebook, GoEco's Instagram, or Climate Action Hub's Instagram. So, uh, kia ora, 
again to Lillian Balfour and Molly Huggin. Um, I thought this would be a really oppo- uh, great opportunity. Obviously, people listening don't can't see how young we are, but it's a room of three young people. Um, so I thought it would be good for us to talk. We're all involved in the climate action space to maybe talk about our experience being a young person in the climate action space and what could potentially change to empower us and improve how we engage with the uh, how we are able to engage with the movement well like my experience being um like a young activist or a young person involved in climate action and conservation work um sometimes it can feel pretty isolating especially when I was doing a lot of this work in high school in a very small town I was from um Thames and um there's like not that many young people there and it's not the most climate action focused community you could say um and so luckily me and my friend were able to work together on the climate action stuff we had um planning with school strike in our high school and we were able to connect with the wider school strike community in Aotearoa but um it did sometimes get pretty isolating being like the two kids doing it in the town so i would say if you're really struggling with that or this is just like you want to read out, reach out and meet more people doing this sort of thing there are actually a lot of um like accounts like even just turn to instagram there are people out there posting stuff and reaching out so um that's a really great way to connect and i also found so happy moving to hamilton um meeting people doing this and getting involved i felt like so supported meeting other young people that's like the best motivation i've ever had is school strike meeting the other youth doing all this stuff so cool very inspiring gets my ass out there and get into stuff um but also oh um as far as my journey has come with school strike and climate action i've done so much learning that i would never have done in the classroom so that's even like a big thing you learn so much about yourself your capacity how amazing you can be and the things you can apply yourself to um but also because i'm coming from like a pretty pakeha environmental space with my fano and like um where i'm from I think I did learn so much about how important it is to be a good like Pakeha citizen and to not take the mic in the climate action movement but be able to pass it to the others who um are struggling to have their voices heard anyway and so school strike as much as I did make a, a lot of mistakes I definitely did so much learning in the area of just like being a better person and trying to make up for the things that I did not get in my education mm-hmm. so yeah that was definitely something I certainly have gotten from that. I'm um I'm similar in the sense that I feel very very motivated by being around other people who are sharing, who are a part of the movement as well. Um it has been a huge drive for me personally. I've been involved since I was 15, um kind of by chance, I guess, um with the school strike for climate, but beyond that, um it was really important to me to bring my values of climate action to everything that I was doing in high school and then even now um with what I'm studying, I started out in health science um and decided to switch to sociology and Maori studies. Um because I feel like it's a better way for me to both connect to my whakapapa, but also to enhance my understanding of contemporary climate action through te ao Māori and um, tikanga. So it's been really interesting to kind of collaborate with my lecturers and with other students in my class um, in terms of enhancing how I feel about where climate action sits in terms of what I'm doing day to day. Um, And that has been so empowering um, in terms of the whakaro, the kōrero, um, and just the general kaupapa of 
climate action um and i think that that's really where we're shifting to now um yeah and i think that that just continues every day and i'm really excited about engaging with people in creative new ways um including through uh, writing especially with university being such a great way to contact other people and communicate but not only that just through yeah other means of creative platforms that are out there um, and the networking is so important um, because people are we are all here to support one another that is all that I've learned from climate action is that just the support is numerous if you are able to tap into even one person so um yeah, I think that getting involved is really important. Um, yeah, and there's so much aroha to be shared. Um, yeah. I remember when I was I was 15, I started in the climate action space. And then when I turned 16, I remember thinking, oh, no one's going to see me as young anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I realized I actually have several years where mm. um, I'm going to have to be a, a young person or considered by others mm. um, to be a young person in this space. Um, and I think my experience is... At, has largely been defined by my youth in the climate action movement and I'm constantly navigating how um, this is such a prominent crucial issue that we're not seeing action on yet and how hard that is to cognitively comprehend as a young person I still feel like I'm trying to work out life and what it is and navigate the the navigate stepping into the world for the first time and trying to understand it. I feel like I'm still trying to work that out. And I think I would really appreciate some help on that, mm. you know, for, for some adults to to step up, you know, so I, I'm not having to do the work whilst I'm also trying to get my degree, mm. move out for the first time, pay rent for the first time, get a job, ma- I'm like managing all these things and for the first time as well. So... Um, I 100% talk all that. That is just the experience of a young person in climate action. Absolutely. And I feel like um, a lot of older people look at young climate activists like, thank God your generation is going to fix this for us. Like, we are sorry we made these mistakes. But it's like, um, when you're doing climate action as a young person, I found it was actually really hard to rally high school students because, like, how can I expect people who are trying to figure out themselves to, like, figure out their stance and take a very strong one or at least one that says come across that way in our society on climate action um and so that's not really fair for people who are like in the roles to create the action to expect us to be super um like steadfast in our values and like understand exactly where we need to be coming from because that is the space they have had the privilege to get to and so they need to use that Mm. um so yeah i feel like definitely you can make mistakes as a young climate activist and it is like you have permission to be exploring yourself as well. And you can be inconsistent. You can go from, like, climate action stuff to doing, like, social action stuff because it's all connected and you can, like, Mm -hmm. do what feels right for you. And, yeah, those expectations aren't as high as they, I guess, feel sometimes. All right. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for coming in here today to talk about your experiences. I really appreciate it. Um, And now we will move to the Waiata uh, Le Fleur by Minnie Ripperton. Hey, hey, hey. Well, a lady pin me in her hair. Well, 
much more Our flower was born It blooms to spread love and joy That was Le Fleur by Minnie Ripperton, the opening track of her 1970 album, Come to My Garden. Hipuna Kōrero is a podcast hosted by Goiko Waikato. We are a not-for-profit environment hub with biodiversity, kai, transport and enterprise projects. You can find out more about on our website, goiko.org.nz, or social media, Goiko Waikato. You'll find us at 188 Commerce Street, Frankton, Kirikiriroa. Join us again next week for a new episode, but make sure you follow or subscribe to Hepuna Korero on your favourite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Kia pai tōra e
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices. Or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.